Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Night Court. I'm Rob Fisher, along with Brevin Knight. You can catch us on Twitter, at TheFishNation, at BrevinKnight22. You can get the show on Twitter, at NightCourt22. Thanks for tuning in. We, we, we've got a lot. Man, it feels like we haven't been gone that long, but we have a lot of stuff to talk about. How are you, yeah, Brevin? I'm doing well, man. A, a, a lot to talk about. So much so that I wrote stuff down. That, that lets you know how in-depth this show is going to be. And by wrote stuff down, I mean I put it in my phone. I mean, <laughs> who writes stuff down anymore, right? When was the last time you wrote? You wrote some other... Uh, On my uh, notes. Yeah, like, I do my oh, notes yeah, before right. the game. I, but I, I, since I was, then... <laughs> I'm trying to think. Other than a signature on a bill, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think... I, I don't do that even. My wife does that. So probably since the last game. Wow. That I wrote with a utensil. Or no, I had to sign Keegan's bad homework. Uh-oh. Because my wife won't sign her. I mean, she'll sign her good homework. But she <laughs> makes me sign the bad like, one. That was a night that you on, you on, you <laughs> on parent duty in those nights. <laughs> That's not fair now that I think about it. What's going on? Setting you up. <laughs> um, hey, I was thinking about this week. This, this week and uh, we'll get into him and uh, get into what's going on. But I'm watching LeBron. And I'm thinking to myself, he's like one of the few people left in the league that I feel like I could go have a drink with. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting that young. I, I don't. I don't think. I mean, I don't think we're going to go hang out. I, I don't. I don't think LeBron and I are going to go. You know, have a cocktail. But, uh, but yeah, it's getting that. It's getting to that point where we're a very young league. Although uh, it was interesting. <laughs> Another guy that maybe I could hang out with. Don't know his age, but I'm assuming he's getting up there. DeAndre Jordan's going to the NBA Finals. <laughs> DeAndre, and very comfortable in his role. Yes. He's talked about. <laughs> and excited for what his next transitions in life would be. But right now, oh. the transition to being a voice uh, and a leadership in the locker room. Practice player. Yeah, listen, it's not not a bad job to have. Yeah, no, it's cool, and he's going to the NBA Finals. Good for him. I saw him hugging people. I'm like, what? <laughs> DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> he's on that team? <laughs> it's like he's not with the Clippers anymore. <laughs> How long ago was that? Oh, um, all right. So here's what's happened since we talked last. We had a couple of rounds of playoffs. Denver has gone through the postseason. It's wow. been amazing, and what they did to Phoenix was impressive. I think it showed that, hey, one one team has a full team. The other team had two guys. And what it shows is Seton Hall prep, Mike Malone, <laughs> Jersey stand Jersey. up. <laughs> but, uh, but you're exactly right. They're, they're, uh, I underestimated them uh, in terms of would they be able to continue to play at the, the standard that they had done through the regular season. And and a lot of it was going to be predicated on how great were they going to be able to get Jamal Murray from the playoffs and before the injury, uh, and, and how would he respond? Um, and he has been fantastic, but they've also had the others, and, and it's been somebody else here and there that's been able to step up. And so uh, give credit to, to, uh, to Denver and how they've been able to go about their business uh, and 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 not in a subtle way because Mike Malone has not let it be subtle at all. He continues to speak up and fight for his team, and rightfully so. Yeah, and, and Nikola Jokic just no, he's so special. 
Uh, what can you say? Like, How is he not the MVP? Uh, I thought it was a no-brainer, you know, with like a month left, and, and then it got tight, and I still thought it was a no-brainer, and then he, he didn't win it. But and, and it goes on the whole – I mean, the MVP award's weird because it's like, well, he already won it a couple of times in a row, so let's yeah, find got- a reason for somebody else. And, and everybody's deserving. Joel Embiid, the season he had, was deserving as well. But, man, Jokic, every single – Night. I saw the stat. It was like he's got eight 20-point triple-doubles this postseason. The most anyone's ever had is five. And he still has another series. Well, I think you, I think he starts to you, – you start to put him into in the, to that rare category of those players that's like, like Jordan, that was Kobe, um, that they start to find why not you this time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like you, you've yeah. gotten to be so good. It's like, well, okay, we can give it to him again this year, but right. like, or well, this other guy is, is well, you know, he's 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 doing really good. And His team's and like, he's not flashy. He's got some flash plays, but he's just he just, he just gets it done. And he makes moves that are unguardable and knocks them down. I mean, yeah. he he's he's unbelievable. I, I've told this before. Stephen Adams told me he's the hardest guard in the league by well, far well I, I think what he he doesn't get enough credit for is how good his footwork is yeah. that's what makes him that's what makes him uh unguardable as uh, this is our over over we'll see you're here to fedex planes coming in yeah this is this is the fedex yeah, path. this is a candlelight show by the way it's yeah. nighttime nighttime so this is the fedex path uh at <laughs> nighttime going over the top but uh the, the, the thing for, for him is the the great footwork, which is also awkward to most defenders, allows him to get to places on the floor to then be able to use his length because what he makes up for in lack of athleticism, he makes up, he does it in the angles at which he gets shots. So he has that sort of Dirk Nowitzki shot to him. shot. <laughs> the one where you're always fading away yep. and he shoots it with a high arc. And he has long arms. So when he's close to the basket, he's able to get jump hooks and shots around. And then when he's away from the basket, the long arms allow him to fade and for, for players to not block. He, he hit the two threes against Anthony Davis that were just like, how did you even get that soccer look toss? But it wasn't a toss. After they showed the replay, at first you thought, oh, he just threw the ball at the basket. Right. But he didn't. He just took that form. But still made it a jump shot. I mean, he's 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 an, he's an amazing talent, and I'm glad that the rest of the world and hopefully people tune in uh, in the finals to to continue to appreciate his greatness. This isn't a way to to make a statement, but Brevin, this might be offensive to you. Uh, <laughs> my favorite Jokic is Point Jokic. When that dude brings the ball up the floor, it just you're looking at him like seriously, you're waving people off. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Not just waving them up. Point he, big he, guys he, are my favorite guy. Point he, Point Gasol was one of my favorites when Mark would bring it up. It was great. Well, I, I love when they then go to a dribble handoff to the real point guard. <laughs> dribble handoff to him, and then now let's really get to into it. the real it. guy, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he, he's been amazing. And the, uh, the, the Lakers, they got there to play the Nuggets. I, I, I think the Lakers just – they, they, they maximized what they were going to do this year. They got as far as they could possibly go. 
uh, before it ran out, and, and they ran into the best team in the Western Conference. Um, their series against Golden State was so similar to the Grizzly series, with other guys making plays, LeBron being so impactful, Davis having big games in the wins, not big games in the losses. It, it was very similar to the Grizzly series, and they were just better than Golden State, uh, but th they ran into Denver. Yeah, and Denver was Denver was so good. And the other thing Denver could do was could match up with them lengthwise, right. um, and and because they can do that, the the versatility of the defensive lineups, the small lineups, with the long guys, didn't hurt as much, and it forced the Lakers to have to be creative themselves, especially defensively with Hachimura, who I thought did a a a yeoman's job of fighting with Jokic uh, when he had to defend him. But they they had they had to change up a lot of a, a lot of things that they had gotten comfortable with and with a team that had was just pretty much assembled after yeah. All Star break and then right at the trade deadline and so uh, I just thought as you said they ran into a really good team and and for LeBron James I thought as as in our series my thought is still the same still was one of the best players in the game but couldn't do it at the LeBron James level that we have come to know. Which is all expect we you had to start to figure when in the hell are we going to see this decline in this man? I thought what was impressive though during the playoffs, Brevin, it, it reminded me of like a baseball pitcher. And when a baseball pitcher gets old and loses his fastball a little bit, they have to learn how to pitch. And and you know, and by location and, yes. and, and, and use different things to be effective. I thought, I mean, first of all, his numbers throughout the season, again, are just, they're staggering how good they are. And I thought his numbers in the Grizzly series, the Golden State series, his numbers, they weren't like, oh, that's superstar LeBron James. But, God, they were really good. They were yeah. really good, and they were impactful, as we talk about all the time. Well, and he had he knew he had to pick his spots when he can do it. Yeah. And, and so you saw in game four – he was going to exert himself right from the tip, right from the beginning of the game. I think he had 21 in the first quarter right. in game four. But then you saw in the second half, after, after being able to have 31 or 32 at the half, I think now he goes from there, only has 10 or so points in the second half. And a lot of it was I just thought he was spent. Like he, he had used it up. Like it's just it's, it's a reality. It's what you would expect at this point in his career. But what I do give him credit for and what people have talked about is how smart he is. And so in those instances where he couldn't be the LeBron of old, he still was able yeah. to impact the game with yeah. rebounds, assists, defensively being in the right position. Uh, but he played one possession where he had to defend Jamal Murray one-on-one -on -one and did a great job, forced it into a shot clock violation. But that one possession of doing it, zapped him. Like, for the next two possessions, he went and stood in the corner on the offensive end because he was dead tired. And, and it was because he, he had to shoulder so much. I'm still going to go back to it all at the end of the day is Anthony Davis has to have more impactful numbers. The 10 points in the fourth quarter, those were nice to give the Grizzlies, I mean, to give the, the Lakers a chance, but they need, they, they're going to need for him to be a bigger influence on games for longer stretches if that's going to be if LeBron James because at some point LeBron James got to be the running mate of someone else right if he's going to be the running mate of Anthony Davis he's going to have to be better
he's going to have to be a superstar. Michael Wilbon brought up a great point this week. He was asked about Anthony Davis having a bad game or whatever during a series. And he said, why do we expect him? We never call him a superstar, but we expect him to be a superstar every single night. He's really good and great, great on a lot of nights, but not every night. But why do we expect that? I think you expect it because you see the talent that, that he possesses. Like you see the numbers and how dominant he, can be, dominant he can be on both ends of the floor. He's not a one-dimensional player. He handles the ball, shoots mid-range jump shots, finishes going to the basket, uh, has an array of – he finishes with a high arcing shot. He's almost a little bit like Rasheed Wallace in the way that he finishes some of his jump shots with, that are turnaround shots – that are that are tough to block like a LaMarcus Aldridge type way in, in the way of how high they get the ball up and so you see all of those things and then you go on the defensive side and teams are trying to do any and everything they can to keep him away from the basket mm -hmm. because he's either blocking or altering shots what we saw in the in the playoffs and so it, you, you see all of those attributes and so you, you just want to see it on a consistent basis. and It doesn't have to be 35 or 40 every night, but you definitely would expect to see the 25 to 30 on a regular basis with the double-digit rebounds, with a couple of blocks and changing shots, just because that it can come so easy to him. Right. All right, uh, so Denver's in the finals. Eastern Conference, uh, I don't remember the Knicks in the uh, Heat series. It was sure hyped up, but I don't really remember it. Yeah, it Heat, was, Heat won. The, the Heat won, and, and the Heat did a good job of uh, of not allowing uh, uh, those little lefty point guard. Brunson? Done, yeah, Brunson, uh, and, and didn't let Randall. And then Randall was hurt in one game, I think. Uh, they didn't let them really go huge. And yeah. then from there, there was no other from the Knicks that had had a had a had real big impact and you know with Miami again that team aspect of playing with the star that they have in Jimmy Butler but but everybody is given an opportunity to make an impact uh and then Philadelphia and Boston holy hell what is happening with Philadelphia? They they quit on their coach. <laughs> they they're blaming the everybody else on the team. We're the only two dudes on the team. What are they what? doing? That was one of the most bizarre post game conferences. Holy crap, man! <laughs> to hear players say that. Well, we did our job. Other than us <laughs> two. Holy <laughs> Jesus! Like that, uh, that almost I had to rewind. Like maybe I thought I heard that. And then he's like, oh, I did hear that. And, and so, you know, Doc Rivers moves on. Uh, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with that team. Do, do they stay together? Uh, and and do, they, do they at least move uh, Harden in that? I, I think Joel Embiid for sure is the staple oh. and mainstay with that team. process so, has been a Failure. Failure. Giannis would say it's not a failure. I understand what Giannis said, and I agree with Giannis. Not a failure. I'm not saying this this season was a failure. I'm saying the process was a failure. They haven't yeah, gotten yeah, to the conference yeah, finals yeah, with this process. Let's give it one more season. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, 
And then we got uh, and now and now <laughs> now Boston is a mess. Um, Jason Tatum's waving his coach off. Um, th- nobody's really backing the coach. Um, Jalen Brown's not happy, and and they're getting beat by the eight seed. They're kind of embarrassing themselves. Well, I, I think I, what what a lot of people are saying is the mental toughness that you thought they have they had. Maybe they don't have it, and and you would think right. that you would think that they they would, and uh, even even whatever situations may be going on uh, with their coach. Um, there's still a job to be done, and and when things were going good, I don't know how many of the rumblings were that he wasn't good at he wasn't good at the job or questioning decisions that were or were not made. And so it, it, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how well they're able to put all of that to the side and go out and win Game Five. Yeah. And they're going to win. I mean, they're not going to win. Uh, I, Miami's going to win this series. It's 3-1 as we're taping this. Miami's winning this series, right? It's over. It's not over. Oh, come on. It was 3-0. It's over. This is the reason why I say it's not over, because I, I still think Boston is the better basketball team, but they had not displayed being the better basketball team. I think they have – the two big weapons in Brown and Tatum, mm-hmm. but their bench has not played up to par enough right. to be able to make a difference. Yeah. All right. I got, uh, I got <coughs> here. Here are my notes. Um, <coughs> and, and what Miami's done is ridiculous. And, and it starts and it doesn't end, but it certainly starts with Jimmy Butler. Brevin, when we talked before the season and we talked about superstars in the league, and both of us are on the same page of you could name superstars in the league on one hand. There aren't many, and it's just a select few. Never have we considered Jimmy Butler on that list. Never. Not, not even brought up, not even a fringe, haven't discussed it. My God. What he is in the postseason, it's he's, he's one of the greatest players that's ever lived. He's Superstar great... in the postseason. <coughs> Superstar in the postseason. There, there you go. You, you Isn't put that, that crazy? <clears throat> he is. He can be considered one of the greatest postseason players to ever play in the NBA. It. If not the greatest, now amazing, be, right? There'll be some other, just someone else that 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 we don't know, or whatever. But the way that he is able to transform into Jimmy Buckets, <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, he becomes a, the greatest one-on-one play. He already had a great mid-range game. He makes threes, gets to the free throw line again, makes free. Like, it, he does, he does everything at a heightened level. Come playoff time, that's a baller amazing what he's able to do playoff superstar all right the other topic on on the playoffs was all the coaches getting fired so all the all these coaches of great teams like some of the top teams in the league in the last handful of years all getting fired um if you're taylor jenkins you see you you see that news going on holy crap uh I thought we were doing pretty well, but we, we, we better, right? I mean, doesn't that scare you? 
Well, it's a some, trend. It is some some of these firings uh, kind of go hand in hand with new ownership. That's true. That's true. Um, and uh, the other thing that you're seeing a trend in is a lot younger coaches because the teams are younger. Yeah. Now the teams that are still built on veterans for the most part with a little bit of a mix of young guys playing, it'll be interesting to see if they stay with a veteran coach or do they find, or do they go the young trend that has happened? And so I, I think Taylor, number one, has done a fantastic job. He can look he around. Has. He can look around. <laughs> but I'd be and, looking around going, oh, God. But he's also still young. That's true. I mean, he fits so, that trend so he for fit, sure. Exactly. He, so he fits that that mode. But but I think more than anything, he stands on the merits of what he's been able to do with with this organization. And again, if not for the injuries, who knows in the last two years yeah. what this team would have done? Um, are, can we? How do how do we get another pop or another spo? Is it is it possible today? The only way that is possible is if if that coach has a very good relationship with the front office and the owner. Because right now, it's very hard for us to see coaches lasting for a long time. Yeah. There's there's a lot of turnover in the league. And with some of the teams already selling, I would only expect to see more teams as we move forward sell, which means – less relationships going on and so I, I that I think that 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 plays a, a big role. Selling uh all right buying or selling this LeBron's okay. retiring. Selling <laughs> he ain't retiring. Get out of here bro he come on man all these people is no he did he took he took the focus off of the Lakers being swept. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. As soon as he said that, that was that was the end of people like the the Lakers. They lost the series. Right. Nope. All about LeBron. Um, all right. And then uh, before we go, uh, I have to mention the Ja Morant situation. Since yeah. we last spoke, we had the other video on IG Live, and then there were some cryptic messages earlier today on Instagram as well uh, that have been discussed ad nauseum. Uh, Brevin. I was asked last week my opinion on, or two weeks ago, I guess, my opinion on what has happened. And basically, my opinion hasn't changed from how we discussed it after the Denver situation. I hope, I hope Ja gets to a good mental place. And the thing that frustrated me was the people who kept saying, oh, we thought the 10 days of getting help <laughs> fixed him. I said this from the beginning. Jaws' decisions are going to be challenged for the rest of his life. Right. And it, so the whole term of him being fixed, you were foolish if you thought that was going to be the case. Bottom line is I hope Jaw gets to a good mental place, good mental space in his head, and, uh, and I can't wait to see him back on the basketball court. Well, I, I, I couldn't have said it any better myself. I, I, I um, like most of us, first and foremost care about him as a person. Uh, uh, for himself, for his family, for his daughter. Uh, you want him to be the best person that he can be. Uh, and, and, and hopefully during these times, um, what, whatever is necessary to get back to that, to have that feeling again, um, that, that's all that, that we can care about. The basketball side has become 
so secondary yeah. uh, in, 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 the, in this moment, especially uh, after the events of, of today, uh, meaning, meaning the cops going by and, and doing a well check uh, on him, then that, that this, we, we are more, a lot more concerned that, that John Morant is, is okay because we, you know, we've gotten to know him. We don't, we don't know him very well, but we, we've, we spent a lot of time around you. You've become one of his favorites, especially at the, at the end of interviews. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that, that is something that people have caught on to, uh, nationwide. And so, uh, we, we just want him to, to be well. And, and, uh, after that, look forward to, to, to seeing them when that time comes around again. That's right. Uh, have you watched any of the NHL playoffs? Dialed in. Know what? You're serious? I think the, the Panthers going to yeah. the, the Stanley Cup final. They're going to the Cup. Yeah. Panthers. Unbelievable. I, 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 I stopped. I did. I watched and I stopped after the Devils lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I understand. When, when, it, when the Devils lost, then that, that took a little bit a little bit away from me. It stunk me when Edmonton lost. I really enjoy watching them play. but uh, So that hurt a little bit. But, uh, but I'm enjoying the pucks. And uh, I've been watching the baseball. It's great. And, uh, yeah, that's about uh, that's all I've been watching here Ohtani. recently. Shohei, man. Shohei Otani is the greatest. How many home runs now? Uh, Sorry, I think it's 12. I think it's 12 as well. I told you that. By the I, way, when I, I, I was on the phone with you last night and Shohei hit a home run, it, he actually didn't hit a home run. That was a different guy. <laughs> it was a lefty with a long swing, and it was streaming, man. I'm streaming, and it's not good streaming. You, you, you need to you need to call out whoever that is for you to just not even know, for you to even call me and tell me about it. I'm like, show I just hit over it, and then for it to not even be him. No, it wasn't him. It was sad. That was that, sad. that that is special. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for this episode. We're gonna be back to preview the NBA Finals when the NBA Finals are set because Brevin thinks Boston still has a chance, but they don't. Uh, but we'll come back and we'll, we'll do that for you then. And uh, we'll talk about the finals. Uh, hey, have a great week, everybody. For BK, I'm Fish. Thanks for joining us here on Night Court. Peace.